All right, awesome. Welcome back to the table. This is Hit It and Crit It. I am your host, Bert Macklin, with the FBI. Uh, to my right, we have Rudy, Joe, Hose B, and Robbie. <laughs> I want you yes. to know that he did that completely out of order. Oh, yes. We're not thinking that that way. So Corey. good job. I'm proud of you, well, Corey. Why? Uh, th- that's a question I ask myself many a times a day. He also looked directly at Robbie. <laughs> yeah, that's what Rudy. threw me. I was waiting to go like, "Hey, <laughs> no." All right, so uh, Just keep everyone on their toes. That's, recap, that's all this is. Kind of like where speaking we were. of toes. Uh, recapping where we were, we were on our way into Ravenwood. Uh, we had just had our first encounter with uh, the mercenaries and rebels that abide um, the resistance quote-unquote, in Ravenwood. Green um, the, Hoods. No. No. Oh, no. That's literally... <laughs> that's literally. The, uh, the Wenwords. Yes, yes. You are on your way to see uh, King Nerum of the fat. Ravenwood. Yes, King Nerum the Fat, as people have called him. And are closing in on the outskirts of the town now. We are actually getting into the actual adventure here. No more intros. The actual role-playing begins. I do have one kind of not role-play question. What's up? Did we get any experience from that last encounter? 50. Oh. Great. Like, actually? Yes. Actually. Are we at level two now? No. (laughs) You're about 250 experience points away from level two. You said 250, and I wrote 250 down, like, instead (laughs) of 50. To go. To go. (laughs) Um, any other questions about this adventure before we get into it? No, I think, uh, yeah, let's do it. I hope I want to kill somebody today. That's all. I, that's all I'm hoping for. Well, you're probably going to have a good chance to, because for once now, after our Thanksgiving break, we are going to be running a longer session. So we will have a lot more time to get a lot more done. With that being said, I know I just asked this like two times, but I just need to make sure any other questions. We are solid. Let's go. Awesome. Thumbs up all around. All right. So you are now just uh, continuing through the forest on your way back into the path to Ravenbridge. Ravenwood, rather. You had just had your first encounter with the rebels, those who are said to have taken up residence on the outskirts of Ravenwood, watching those who come in and exit. You, just to remind the party, you have branded yourselves as apostates um so you should be um considerate of that identity of which you have given yourselves while entering ravenwood sorry about that (laughs) yeah that was that was cool as now official clergyman of orcus um (laughs) you are in my head you um begin um begin your trek back towards um, Ravenwood. Um, we are going to have one more six-sided rolled by Suzette. I knew it. I knew it. I, it's <laughs> always me. I got a two. Percentile, Suzette. No. <laughs> no. Make that an 86. All right. Um, you continue um, You continue <laughs> on your way into Ravenwood. The trek seems to be more perilous as you uh, are now fully aware of the rebels hiding in the woods. Um, You can uh, occasionally hear the crackling of campfires, yet 
they seem to be completely absent of in sight. Um, you can hear the conversation of men and women aplenty, yet no one accompanies the sides of the roads. Wherever these rebels are, they are well hidden, and it begins to dawn on you that there may be more to this force than previously thought. These aren't just peasants with pitchforks. These are dangerous people. As you continue through, however, the path finally begins to open up, and you can see the foliage of the uh, brief surrounding forest um, kind of dwindle a little bit out in the opening in the, or in the clearing in the middle of this wilderness, you can see the makings of a, excuse me, a large town of which you can very clearly see a large keep and fort watching over it on top of a slightly higher hill. That being said, this is more, uh, more like a castle town, so the town itself is based uh, solely around that keep and is within the confines of its protection, or at least it was, until the rebels raised their banner. Speaking of rebels, there is very clear tents and gathering um, places outside of the walls. Um, you can see from your time in the military, says that these seem to be skirmish tents. They don't seem to be actual gathering or holds where most of the rebel forces uh, reside. These seem to be primarily the tents for of which any forces coming from the castle would be intercepted by and the occasional volley of arrows at the castle when the rebels decide to take a bit of or a bit of action against their quote unquote oppressors. Uh, any questions before we proceed into the clearing? No. Okay. Um, you proceed into the clearing and just as you do so, you feel the first drop of a rainfall soon followed by an onset downpour. Uh, the rain comes crashing down on you, um, seemingly with the intent on solely making your travel more difficult. Um, as you uh, progress through, I do need everyone to roll a constitution, as this is Blighted Rain of Gothica. Uh, what? Ah, this is too, I, I, I do believe I didn't go over that. In Gothica, during this blight, whatever this blight is, it does seem to have taken effect on the weather, which leads many to believe that the blight is magical or infernal in nature. That being said, sometimes the weather can be even more so lackluster to someone's health. Yeah, so lackluster. I got a five. Terrific. Nope. Hey, I got <laughs> a six. I'm sorry, what are we rolling for? We're rolling constitution uh, to... Uh, Withstand the blighted reign of Gothica. Okay. Would my nature help in any way with that? Not You're at just all. rolling Lame. constitution. Oh, just straight constitution? Yeah. Okay. I roll. I roll a net one. <laughs> <laughs> Giram, what did you roll? I rolled a net 19. one on my phone. <laughs> so Giram, <laughs> Giram is uh, no, uh, no stranger to the hardships of the weather, having been a uh, street urchin for some time of his life. Even the blighted brain of Gothica can't seem to oppress him too much. I need uh, Mordecai and Suzette to roll percentile. But you, Mr. Alderhood, yes. you just die. You are uh, you already sneeze under under this uh, rain, and you know that this is the start of a of a long miserable week. <laughs> Well, Suzette did so well, oh, no. he got a 32. Terrific. 
Mordecai's, uh, he's kind of 25. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so you get the shivers, Suzette. Um, however, you feel as though if you can find shelter pretty quickly, you, you should be able to be fine. Mordecai, however, um, follows suit with uh, Mr. Alderhood and sneezes immediately. Um, the blight probably is going to be taking its toll on half the party here. Um, as you continue towards... Uh, so would this be considered like a poison or a disease? Uh, yes. Cool. I'd like to waste my five special paladin points to get rid of it on me. <laughs> um, wow. roll, roll an insight for me. But, but roll an insight for okay. me. Okay. Super early. Do you have a lotted amount of those? Yeah. So, um, every, every <laughs> level, uh, first of all, first of all, Suzette got a three <laughs> and then, uh, plus two. So you got a five. Is it going to be this kind of day, guys? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Welcome to the real. <laughs> Welcome to the real uh, adventure. This is where I, I'm glad you guys got all of your good rolls out. In we're the all going to die of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even, even going to reach the keep walls. We're just going <laughs> to die in the field outside. It's going to be great. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, um, so, yeah. No, no. But uh, paladins, for every level they get, they get like five healing points. And oh, okay. um, I can use five of them at a time to kind of cure diseases. Now, is that in between rest or in between levels? Oh, no, no. It's in between rest. I get them in back. In between rest. I just okay. get five per level. Okay. Wow. Well, that's, a, that, that's a lot. That's awesome. Uh, so nice. Later, I'll be immune to diseases. Good. Um, so you use, oh. it on your, uh, you use it on yourself. Um, you said good. And now <laughs> all I imagine is us getting a disease, a new disease every week. <laughs> You'll be the, you'll be literally carrying the party. Um, so, um, go ahead and uh, uh, explain how you cure yourself of this disease. Oh yeah, 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 cool. So, um, Suzette, kind of realizing what's happening, these two are sneezing. Uh, Mordecai and Alder. Um, I feel cold, uh, much colder than I really should for just being a rain, uh, especially somebody who spent time in a military force, spent time outside, sleeping in the woods on ground in, in nature. So I kind of, uh, my sword, the hilt of it actually has the symbol of Roth. So I kind of grip, grip it upside down, kind of put it on the dirt and bow my head and then, uh, mutter a small prayer and then clasp the sword to my chest and, um, kind of like a faint glow, but like, it's not like white. It's more like, um, I imagine like a dark blue kind of glow kind of rushes off of me. And then I feel better. His chills go away. He's still wet, but his chills go away. Alder and uh, Mordecai still look miserable. Yes. Uh, chew. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd bless you, but I literally just ran out. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you get it? Um, I get it. You get it? I get it. Uh, Terrific. So um, you begin going through. Um, this. Uh, the skirmish tents seem to have already been aware of your passing. Um, you see quite a lot of them sneer at your arrival, especially since um, you are self-branded apostates. They remain in their tents, uh, a few of which uh, remain open so that they can keep an eye on you. However, they remain in the shelter of their tents, protected from the blighted downpour. Um, you continue uh, on your way towards Ravenwood, which is currently surrounded by a, pal uh, a wooden palisade of which the top of the logs and lumber that it is made out of are 
fine pointed to essentially thwart off and disencourage mantling them. As you come through, there doesn't seem to be an actual gate, per se. Um, There are wooden barriers that are tied with lumber that is also pointed and jagged um, to discourage running into them or discourage any cavalry charges through them, uh, as well as quite a bit of guards um, watching from the inside. You can see some patrolling the top of the palisades um, and can see the occasional passage of some in front of the uh, open gates themselves. Um, It seems that they are, uh, you can roughly assume that the guards are taking shelter from any arrow barrages that may come from the forest or the camps. As you approach um, the town that at first sounded uh, somewhat bustling, starts to become more and more quiet as people seek shelter inside to escape the downpour. Uh, as you enter, the the place does seem to be a a little on the, um, not modest, but more so uh, upper middle class when it comes in terms of buildings. Um, the buildings do seem to be um, finely made and uh, care went into building them. Uh, however, you can see the signs of uh, decrepitness starting to creep in on the town. A, a few buildings that are boarded and abandoned and a few overturned carts and uh, overgrown patches of land that surround some of the uh, more garden and uh, small farming communities next to the walls. Before you can see too much more of the town, you begin to uh, approach the gates to which immediately the guards um, stand at attention and a few bring themselves in front of the entryway to stave off your entrance. Halt! One of them calls out. There's a silence. Achoo. <laughs> Mordecai sneezes. <laughs> I, uh, Suzette looks at Mordecai, a little bit of disgust, and then looks at the guard. Good afternoon, gentlemen. What is your business here in Ravenwood? Honestly, right now, we just need to get out of the rain. Have you any affiliation to the traitors in the woods? <laughs> no. He looks you over, and particularly he looks at Alder, uh, and looks Alder up and down. However, given Alder's sickly demeanor, he uh, seems to relax whatever hostility was pending growth. Uh, You look a little too sick to be coming from the camps. What is is your duration of stay? I guess as long as we need to. We would like to offer our services to the king and uh, his defense of this keep. Where are you coming from? Side note and question for you, Corey. What direction were we just traveling from? You were traveling from the... (laughs) (laughs) So I don't say something and he's like, you're an idiot. You're coming the wrong way. (laughs) You you were traveling from the south. Uh, So you're coming from the south. You were traveling north. Okay. Uh, Technically, you were traveling northeast-ish. Can I roll for history to see if I know any... Would it be history or insight to know if there's any towns in that general direction? History. Would uh, I, I would like to roll. Know. Would you just know as, as a Gothican uh, native? You would still have to roll just because not all towns are unnecessarily recorded. Um, however, the threshold's lower for you. All right, cool. 14. Okay. And, and you said it was uh, insight or history. history? History. I got an 11. <laughs> uh, for towns, you do know Giram. Um, Giram, and actually, you would know this as well, says that you do know that there is a. Uh, town, a little 
<laughs> shitty river village um, named Bormir. It, it's hard-pressed and hard on its look, but uh, it is uh, technically to the southwest. Is, is that a Lord of the Rings reference? <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. I have not watched those movies since I was like six. All right. I, you know they're books, too, right? I just, uh, well, anyway. We're learning a lot about the dam today. Could <laughs> I uh, roll for insight or history to find a town that sounds like it would be worthwhile enough to actually come up all this way? Yeah, go for it, Mordecai. Take, Sweet. Please take my lead. We've come to from Boromir. I'm traveling with these group of men to spread the word of our Lord and Savior. Which is? I then... <laughs> I then uh, Flash my shield, which also has the insignia of Roth on it. Uh, I am a knight of Roth. These are some people I have found to come help us. Different skills, as you can see. Um, even a clergyman, because, you know, right? I am ex-Gothic and military. You know, and while that doesn't really exist the way it does, there's still some people who believe in upholding the royalty of our nation. Um, real quick, before I respond... Because um, I'm lying. Just to, <laughs> uh, you'll you'll have to roll a deception <laughs> in a second. Um, Mordecai rolled a twenty-four on his previous check. Um, he does know that there is a coastal village that is further than Bormir, but is much more uh, successful at its existence. Um, called Nothrin. Nothrin is on the on the coast, just a little bit west of here and um, could also be a direction of travel that you were coming from. Is it a little bit more affluent or a little bit more economically stable? Much more so than Bormir. Okay, and I'm sorry, what was the name of it again? Nothrin. Nothrin. And then to all of this, I'd like to add on that I am from Nothrin. Uh, I am funding the party. Okay, group deception in that case. Can I roll for religion to find a god that would be believable and... For me to say that uh, I'm traveling a- along across the country to help give safe path- passage to the death after the Great War and to help out those who are sick. Basically what uh, Chaplin does today. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. I, I have to roll twice, right? Cause the, cause one for that. religion and one for deception. <laughs> All right, I rolled a nat one. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all right. Two of you did. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so yep. did Joe. Give me one second. Please. <laughs> you need a fucking great roll. I'm just going to say. Religion is 20. Okay. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. So I think my problem is I'm rolling on a notebook, and the notebook has spirals, and I keep hitting the spirals. <laughs> so I'm going to change that. That's a good idea. I got a, I got a 13 for deception. Okay. I don't think that's going to save 15. the group, though. 15 for deception. Infinitely better on the table. So. Oh, yeah. Alder and uh, Giram begin to speak up and, you know, let them know that uh, are of their uh, essential alias of how they're entering the town. They are immediately cut off, uh, however, by Mordecai and by Mordecai and Cezette, who uh, who immediately are talking over each other and... Uh, the words don't really come uh, come out. All the, all that can be intelligible is that we are traveling. I'm with Roth, and something something destruction, something something Gothic and royalty. Corey, I then slam my hammer into the ground and tell them to be silent. Please forgive my my uh, companions over here. R- roll intimidation for me. On them too. 
uh, just in in general. So that lays down on the floor and just <laughs> cries a little. Seventeen. Okay. Just as the guards were preparing to uh, essentially attack at the promise of threatening their king, the hammer slams down on the ground, and it almost seems to send a chilling air throughout the entirety of the party and the guards watching the Palisades right now, um, almost enough so that they almost forgot that there was Blighted Rain coming down for a moment. They clear their throats, and one of them waves their hand. Uh, it's, <clears throat> it's no trouble. Just watch yourselves in the town. We don't need any wrath pillaging. There's enough threats from the raiders in the forest. You never gave me that deity. Uh, that, that's true. Uh, so the only god you can think of that is as benevolent as you portray is one that is pretty well known and is one that a lot of uh, uh, of outlaws, brigands, and such uh, try to claim to be a part of, um, and that is Atlas. Uh, she's the god or the celestial goddess of redemption and love. Okay. I, I can tell that Atlas is not well received by this town. It's or? not necessarily that she she's not well received. It's that a lot of people claim to affiliate under her when they have a lot more sinister intentions in mind. Okay. I I then ask, are there any dead or those who are on their way to death that I can speak to to give their last rites? Uh, roll persuasion. And please roll better than uh, Rudy and I have been doing. Yes, please. Thank you. God for these dice. <laughs> I think he rolled an 18. 18, yep. 18 plus 3, 21. We have plenty of dead. Much more sick. They're within the confines of the walls. If you wanted to go and see them, I would suggest that you would want to speak to one of the captain of the guard first. We're just on duty here. Uh, first, we would like to pay our respects to the, uh, to the king. Of course. You may want to do so ha- after this rain uh, ceases, however. Our king's a little superstitious. Anytime there's bad weather, he doesn't want to meet with anyone. Understood. Is there a tavern we can sleep at? Aye, the Brass Bowl, just up of the ways. And uh, at that, I'm going to kind of clutch the wrappings I have over, over my head a little bit tighter, and I'll be like, can we please go in? Aye, aye, you can enter. Go on, get out of the miserable cold. They step out of the way. So that nods. Proceeds to move forward. Another does not say anything. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of hunker down lesson. as I pass them. Just Once we get through the gate, I'd like to tell um, Zazette and Mordecai something. Of course. But after we pass the guards. Okay. Uh, you reach a moment where you can assume that you're out of earshot. I am sorry. I did not mean to raise my voice to you. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever helps us complete the mission. Thank you. You begin to uh, enter, and uh, you notice that there's uh, quite a bit of... Uh, there There are some uh, urchins and those without homes that are essentially braving the uh, braving the weather in the alleyways, of which um, are a little hostile almost when peering at them. Some of them uh, sneer up their lip. Um, usually you're more accustomed to them um, begging for alms or uh, asking for assistance or at least um, being much kinder than what these seem to be. These people almost have a feral nature about them, um, which is 
very uncommon for people of their stature. I, I, I shouldn't say it's uncommon, but it's, n- it's definitely within the minority. They're like beyond poverty. Correct. Okay. As you continue out of the past, you have a passive perception of 18, right, Mordecai? Uh, yes, oh. I do. Yeah. Your passive perception picks up the uh, the decrepit sign of the brass, uh, brass bull. From um, like a mile away. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty easily. Um, if, if you weren't looking for it, if most people, I should say most people weren't looking for it, um, it would be a little hard to pick out, given that a lot of it seems to be um, overgrown with decay from the blighted rain. However, um, you're able to make out the um, bull horns insignia and the lights on in the tavern, um, as well as the um, abundance of sound pouring out from it. Um, that would be. Uh, it's not that it's your best bet. It's the tavern. It clearly is the tavern. All right. This is shit. Uh, this is probably the place. I don't know how I threw my pen. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that no uh, slowing down just goes right through the door. I really hope it's not locked. <laughs> Strength check. Uh, I will. I will very closely follow. I want to be inside. Okay. Everyone uh, enters. It would uh, appear as you enter. Um, the uh, noise um, inside is, is suddenly much more. Um, rapturous and much more in an uproar. There seems to be some sort of celebration going on uh, of some sort, which is strange as this town doesn't seem like it should have a lot to celebrate about. Did you have a question, Giram? I would like to roll for perception before we walk in. Like, do a final look behind us, make sure nobody's tailing us. Uh, sure, go for it. Anything else? Anyone else have anything? Nah. Okay. Mm-mm. What'd you get, Giram? Nat 20. Nat twenty. Uh, you went those dice, man. <laughs> you you turn you turn around and uh, it seems very um, very safe to assume that no one is following you for a moment. However, you do notice a strange figure in a hood watching you from an alleyway. That as soon as you lock eyes on his position, he immediately disappears into the shadows. I Go close on. I close the door behind us and I. Immediately go to Alder and um, Suzette. We might have a problem. I'll keep my eye on the door. I'll stay close. Yeah, let's uh, grab a table. Uh, uh, th- I would like a table roll- far further from the door, if it's possible. Roll a perception. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, that's a five. Uh, you you don't seem to be able to locate a table. And not necessarily that you aren't looking very hard. I mean, you're not, but not necessarily due to the fact that you're not looking very hard. It's also due to the fact that this place is packed. Um, it could be due to the rain, of course. But however, there seems to be some sort of celebration going on that is just uh, completely uh, accompanying most of the space in this tavern, of which... The tavern, like I said, um, celebration seems to be in full swing. There are multiple bards playing instruments at once. The bartender seems to be having trouble keeping up with all the orders he was receiving. Um, and there seems to be a lot of people in drunken reverie. Can I find a table anywhere or no? Dice, Joe. Uh, passive perception doesn't pick up anything, but you can roll for it. Shit. I mean, eh. If I can't find a table, what's the, I can't uh, find a table. What's the table with the most openings? Like, is there any table that's, like, less full? There are tables that are less full. Um, the one with the most openings has three spaces. I'll stand. I was going to stay by the door anyway. I yeah. would like to have a seat. The leg's killing me. 
I was like, is it because you're, you know, crippled? But yes. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Then uh, Alder, I kind of give Alder the look, like, you know, not towards the door. Um, and then the three of us will take our seats then. All right. Uh, you st- you walk over um, to the um, uh, table that has the most openings. Um, it looks like it's the people sitting at it are either unconscious or so within their own world at the moment that they don't even seem to notice you taking a seat there. Alder, real quick, if you can also roll a, a six-sided for me for encounter. Sure. I'd like to turn to Suzette. I know we just met this morning or yesterday. Is there anything I can call you by? Oh, yeah. We never gave each other our names. Uh, yes, my name is Suzette. I'm Giram. Oh, you're addressing me as well? No, just, just, him. just him. Okay, that's what I thought. I don't really care about your character. I apologize, but uh, my character sees you and it's like, this is the problem with the world. That's fine. All right, then. <laughs> um, before I roll, or before I tell you the roll of my action, as people are coming in, I guess, I'll be reaching out my hand almost as if, like, assumed people should be paying me to enter because I assume anyone who actually knows the place knows that they don't have to pay for it but the person who doesn't know the area would pay for it. So I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, give me money. But as people enter, I'm just going to reach my hand out. Okay. Almost kind of trying to play the bouncer. That's some smart shit right all there. Right. Yeah. That, all right. Well, well, what was your roll? Uh, four. Four. Okay. Um, well, that was for the encounter roll, not for the... Ah, uh, sorry. Not I a, it wasn't like a four <laughs> no, that was on not, a D20. <laughs> <laughs> that would be upsetting. Um... But yeah, that's my that's my plan of attack. Not many other people after, uh, excuse me. Not many other people enter after you do. Um, mm-hmm. A few people do, and uh, a few of them kind of give you a, a weird look and just kind of stroll past you. So it seems so far, anyways, in the night, anyone that's entering is at least uh, of knowing of mm-hmm. this establishment. Okay. And you said that the three people at our table were kind of like either passed out or in their own world. Yes. I'd like to sit down next to one of the passed out ones. Yes. And just very casually, like, lean over and just put my hands in his pockets. Okay. Uh, roll a sleight of hand. I'm not trying to be sneaky about it. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm fair just enough. rifling through his stuff. <laughs> fair enough. One second. Uh, this being said, I actually wanted to approach somebody who was just sort of, like, off in their own world and be like, hey, what's going on? What's with all the excitement? Okay. You roll a persuasion and a percentile for me. Oh, boy. Um, People just seem to be letting Suzette do this. Uh, <laughs> they, they're either too drunk to care or they are too apathetic to care. Um, as we take our seat, I like to turn to Suzette and begin to describe to him what it was that I saw in the alleyway. Okay. Um, what, what are you doing, Mordecai? Uh, dirty 20 for persuasion, you said? Uh, yes. Yeah, dirty 20 for persuasion, 23 for percentile. Okay. Um, you begin to ask a few um, people or try to look for someone um, that seems to be in their own world to understand what, what exactly is going on. Um, the only person that you can see that seems to be conscious enough to get an answer from is a Goliath uh, sitting in the corner um, a little bit closer to where the bards seem to be performing. He looks like he's very inebriated, Um but conscious enough to actually be able to provide answers. Okay. Uh, so, what's the celebration here, friend? 
Uh, so you uh, approach the man. Uh, he is a large, bald Goliath with a pretty, pretty well-groomed, actually, goatee. He seems to have lost his shirt somewhere, <laughs> and his pants are torn to the point where they almost almost look like they seem to be today's fashion of shorts. Like Those jean are shorts? Shorts. Uh, shorts. Nice. Ki- I kind love of, it. yes. Yeah. Um, he... Uh, I love shorts. He uh, looks over to you. And he seems to try to essentially grasp exactly what you are for a moment. His eyes kind of take in everything about you before he states, What's with the leg? It hurts. I'm, you should fix... Ugh. He kind of gestures to everything about you. Much appreciated. Can you tell me what's going on here? It's a party, mate. Ah. No particular reason why? Oh, the king. He says it's over. It's over? Aye. I just stumbled into town recently. What? How do you mean it's over? Oh, you didn't see the the, the dead outside? Ah. It's over. Oh. The fighting. There's no more blood. No more. Just drink. Ah. Well, that certainly sounds like a reason to celebrate. Keep on, friend. Enjoy yeah. yourself. Yes, and you... With the leg. With the leg. Keep on with it. I will do my best. You're perfect the way you are. You don't need to fix yourself. But you should fix it. (laughs) Uh, I I will do so indeed. I appreciate the opinion. What's with the clothes? Are you you important? Are you from the king? No, not at all. Uh. I'm going to walk away. He 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 <laughs> seems to be still having a conversation with you as you walk away, it, but it dr- drones out. Is he not walking with me? No, uh. he 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 doesn't <laughs> seem to be able to understand how to work his own legs at okay, the moment. At this, at this point, then I'm just gonna walk away as, very as, slowly. As I see them having their conversation, I'd like to turn in, turn away from, like turn my head to my right shoulder away from them and yell, "What's wrong with your face?" <laughs> no. There's no way he could have heard it. So you get your little slighted jab in. I'm actually kind of curious. How well can I stealth away from him? Um, I I mean, it all depends on what you roll. All right. Uh, uh, Did I get anything out of that guy's pockets? I don't know if you told me. I I, I did not. Please roll a percentile. All right. If you can find it. That's a three for stealth. It's not about finding it. It's about making sure my dice don't betray me again. You want one of mine that worked really are, well last time. You are essentially cartoonishly tiptoeing away from him. Perfect. To which he's asking, why are you walking away? I'm still tired. Ah. But, but he doesn't. Delightful. <laughs> it, it doesn't seem that you are directly impeded on leaving. Ah, well. Oh, my um, God. I got I'm that. sorry. Oh, my God. What did you do? No, 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 no. I got that thing where it's like zero, zero, and then another zero. <laughs> What? And that's like a hundred. He rolled a perfect roll. We, we might have to, just by how this rule's working, um, for uh, anyone who uh, doesn't it, understand. It's if, the first time I've ever seen this. Sometimes there is a, there are certain rules here where if you get three of a certain number on a certain dice value, something happens in the world, and speci- and more so often than not specifically <laughs> you did it on to percentile. the party. So... We may have to do a very quick cut here just so I can pull something up. All right. 
Um, welcome back from break. Just a quick explanation, uh, further explanation of what ex- uh, what essentially is happening. So, for specifically percentile rules, this is a little bit of homebrew content for this universe that we find ourselves in. For per- specifically percentile rules, if you roll two of the same number on percentiles, so essentially, let's say you roll a 70 and a 7, two 7s, um, you have a potential to roll a third D10. And if you roll the same value again, so triple sevens, something special happens. Um, that works for several other number values, as well as this zero value that we just rolled. Yes, so I just rolled um, a zero on the D10 and then a zero, zero on the double numbered D10. Right. Um, in that case, for a lot of people, that, that may just mean that's a 100% roll, which is no small feat of itself. But also in this, uh, in this world, that's still that, that, that still fits that three-number value, which means something critical does happen specifically to this party. So from break, I was getting that set up. Um, we're back. Um, we're getting rolled right back into it. So Suzette, as you reach into this man's pocket, uh, not really expecting to find Munch, considering he's a drunkard sitting on a table, and there's nothing truly remarkable about this man, you do find the con- or you do find a uh, bulge of a coin purse, of which you um, are able to just pull out relatively easily. All right, um, I pull out the coin purse. Now I'm not really being stealthy about this. Uh, Suzette opens up the pouch to take a look at what's inside. I need you to roll a wisdom save. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the orb of All confusion. Right. What's going on? I, do, I, I don't know. Um, I got a five. Five. Yep. Okay. As you open up the uh, pouch, you see three things. The first thing that catches your eye is a talisman that seems to be moving on its own. It appears to be... Um, reminiscent of that of a nucleus with several uh, several different black tendrils um, spiraling off of it. The tendrils themselves seem to be moving in a fluid, almost live-like motion. Um, the nucleus itself seems to be centered with a black, purple, and occasionally, and I say occasionally as the talismans does seem to be changing, occasionally red dot almost as if it was an eye now this makes contact or this uh, makes contact with your line of sight and immediately you feel nauseous you feel absolutely sick you feel your skin begin to crawl and eventually it settles almost you're not sure exactly what came over you there however whatever it was it certainly was not of this plane. It was sickening. And the other, uh, in the other contents of the pouch, uh, you notice that there is also a seal of some sort. A, to be more exact, the seal seems to be that of a noble house um, in Ravenbridge, uh, the capital of Gothica, just a bit, a little further north here. That seal actually um, seems relatively ordained and seems like it could be important. Aside from that, the other thing you notice is what appears to be a piece uh, of perhaps crystal or some sort of rock. 
um, that seems to be um, blue and slightly pink, uh, pinkish purple in nature. Um, it doesn't seem to be refined, as you can still see that there is a lot more igneous, uh, igneous like earth attached to it. Um, however, it does certainly seem to be somewhat valuable in some case. Okay. Um, through the bag that the things are in, I'd like to kind of like separate the um, ornate kind of uh, insignia ring from the others so that when I put my hand into the bag, those are like through the cloth. Like I'm making a fist, putting the other two in and leaving the ring out. I'd like to pull the ring and toss it over to Mordecai as he joins us again. Okay. Mordecai, make a dexterity save for me. (laughs) I also have a negative one in this. Hold up. The leg, you see. Uh, Uh, 15. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, he catches it, no problem. Um, Mordecai, you now have been tossed this strange, ornate seal uh, of a ring. Okay. I look at the seal. Do I recognize it at all? You might... Uh, go ahead and roll uh, one more history here on advantage. Uh, can I see? Can I roll to see what the... Not the talisman, because that thing's freaking me out. Um, but the, the rock? Both of you can roll, okay. yes. Okay. 22 on advantage? Uh, 22. So you notice this uh, to be of the... Or, or be a noble ring from uh, Ravenbridge. This seems to be specifically... From the Calden uh, family, of which is direct courtiers of the late King Ulrich. Sorry, did you say courtiers? Yes. Or as in like not as in messengers. So no, they were they were strictly um, nobles, a part of his court. Oh, courtier. Okay, gotcha. Uh, you were thinking courier. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. like that. Yeah, it yeah. sounded right, but no. This okay. isn't Fallout, Rudy. <laughs> Okay, uh, anyways, uh, I'd reiterate all of that information to these two. Um, I'd like to do that just like, oh, it's it's this. <laughs> what about it? What do I notice in the bag? I, I forgot to make that clear. I'm looking at the bag. I rolled a 21. Do I have to roll a wisdom save? You know save? a wisdom Hold save. Hold wait, on. wait, no. Hold on. No, he doesn't because I'm, yeah, he, you have it balled up in, cloth, yeah. in the bag's cloth. So also, it's not if you're trying to look over my shoulder into the bag, <laughs> like... I noticed this, and so that just kind of gives you this look. May I see? Like, like step back. I step back and I ask, "May I see?" Just so that just kind of get like narrows his eyes, shakes his head, and just points at you to like, like you know, hand wave further away. <laughs> uh, I got a nineteen for the for the like the crystal thing. You know what that is, and not now that you see it, you've just never really seen it. Um, in person and especially in this small qua- uh, quantity, this seems to be cataclysmic rock from the cataclades. This is what the land is made out of. And this is specifically more so, this is what the trees are made out of in the cataclades. Okay. And do I know if it has any kind of properties? Uh, are you just talking about magical properties? Yeah, magical or otherwise. Just... You do know that they make it as great conduits for magic. In fact, most, it, most if not all of cataclysmic rock has some small quantity of magic or magical residue residing within it. Not necessarily that it has form or that it can necessarily be casted or do something with, but it does contain magic. All right. Uh, real quick, I just want to make sure I have it written down. Uh, the courtiers of late King Aldrich? Ulrich. Ulrich. Okay. Just just making sure. No problem. All right. Um, so we now know what the ring is. Uh, Suzette looks over to Mordecai. 
I think it would be useful if we use that as your backstory. It carries a lot of weight. The ring is, looks to be authentic as far as, well, I'm not, I'm not great at telling this, but as far as I can tell, it looks real. Uh, so that should help us get into the good graces of his, this. <laughs> uh, sorry to cut in real quick. Alder, I need another uh, six-sided, please. A three. So far, no one else has uh, joined in. Um, you okay. do notice, however, with your passive perception, a lot of people are kind of eyeing up the your friend's tables um, as they go through these valuable ar- objects. Okay. Um, at that, um, can I... I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like, eh. Just kind of slyly uh, have one of my uh, mushrooms from inside my pack. Yes. Okay. I know. I have. I have two different types. Um. Do I notice that other people are starting to take notice of us? Yes. Um. The re- the entirety uh, of your party does start to take notice. So uh, I have a type that I have gathered and a type that I have bought. And if I remember our conversation, the ones that I've gathered are stronger, but don't last as long. And that's the one that I'm going to take. Okay. Um, I'd like to discreetly put the ring away in like a chest pocket or something of that sort. Um, but I'd also like to just, um, I'd like to know, Lily King Ulrich and his courtiers, were, were they relatively in, like, did they have good ties with Nirum? Uh, with Nirum, well, they d- certainly had ties. Um, the Kaldans essentially were the ones that came to Ravenwood on diplomatic missions from um, King Ulrich. Um, and they are essentially, they're not necessarily messengers, but they're more so the first-hand advisors and ambassadors, or they were before the king met his demise. Is there any way that we would either know of or can get our hands on some kind of I don't know, lineage, so we know like who is actually a part of the family? Um, you can roll a history for it. Um, it's not necessarily common knowledge um, unless you m- were to meet the head of the family and everyone um, knows that uh, the head of the family, um, Brenjolf, the head of the family, um, is essentially has become a hermit almost he's um been hiding in seclusion uh since the back half of the war and how do i spell the last name of the uh, family colden c a u l d i n okay uh with that i'd like to roll history on the colden family just to try and figure out where if i needed to say like i'm this colden like who could i okay place myself as go for it as he does this i'd like to stand up because you say we all notice that they're looking at us. Yes. I stand up and I look at everybody. Just look back at them. Just waiting for a response. Okay. Um, one of the uh, leather armored individuals at the side or at the table looks over and uh, eyes you up and uh, eyes your group up and down. Did you pull that purse from that unconscious man? I look at Suzette and I look back at them. Just make a face. Not even responding to them. I kind of dismissively just kind of scoff. Like, Suzette's just like, huh, like another person, right? Like, mm. Right. And I go, do I look like the type of man that would do that? Well, Because you your, look your like the type of man little... who's incredibly drunk right now. So maybe you shouldn't sit there and throw accusations at other people. Do persuasion. 18. 
Yeah, I guess I am a little drunk. And in that case, I motion to the bartender to give the man another drink. The uh, bartender, seemingly just happy that whatever conflict that was about to happen was avoided, puts another uh, puts the uh, flagon into a barrel of undiscernible liquid and plops it down in front of the guy. Uh, guy uh, does one last glance at the party and uh, eventually slowly goes back to his drink. Um, outside, is it still continuing to downpour? Absolutely. Does it look like it's going to light up anytime soon? Not uh, not in sight. There was a large overcast ever since you left. All right. Damn it. Uh, I look at the rest of our party, besides Alder, who's over by the door. Should we get a room? I think that's a great idea. A little rest should do us some good. Yeah, you don't look so good. A chew. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, I assume there's like a lot of, not necessarily a lot, but there's some superstitious stuff that the Gothicans do to like, you know, ward off like spirits. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm going to like make a little sign over my chest and kind of like push it outwards. I don't want that. The Gothican cross and the uh, burning of sage, parsley, and moonroot is exactly what they burn. I don't have that stuff, though. So just the little motion, push it away. Okay. That's, <laughs> I, I look at the motion, and I just go. <laughs> You're just like, all right, I'll leave. Where well, are you heading off to, Mordecai? Uh, to see what we can do about getting a room. Also, I rolled a 15 for history on where I could place myself as a Caldwin. Calden. You could possibly disguise yourself as Nathaniel Caldwin. Nathaniel was uh, unfortunately abroad in enemy territory once the war started, so there was no hope of him returning home. Ooh. I turn, sorry, I turn to Suzette and I um, make it clear again, I do not have any money. I wasn't asking you for any. Kind of gives him a look like uh, was there any money that I took from that guy, or was it just these three super valuable things? Just these three super valuable right. things. Uh, cool. In that case, with my ten gold, um, I head up to the bartender. We would like a room, if you don't mind. Just the one will do. Hi. Sorry, celebration prices, since it is busy, so it is a gold piece. Does that seem super high for this establishment? <laughs> a single gold yeah, piece? Yeah, a single gold piece. Usually rooms are anywhere between like 50 copper or so, but like... It's well, all I have is gold pieces, so I'm just... I was Actually, could I? I'd like to just immediately like kind of thing over two gold pieces. Okay. We would also like our privacy. <clears throat> Understood. I forget uh, an extra gold piece for privacy. No. <laughs> the second gold piece, but whatever. And our and and your discretion. <clears throat> uh, absolutely. Uh, no one no one will hear from you, and uh, uh, you certainly won't hear from any of us. Good. And then look over at Alder by the door, kind of give him a nod, and then head upstairs. Okay. Uh, you Is it safe to assume that the rest of the party is heading upstairs with them, or is there anything else anyone else wants to do? I begin to follow. Okay. Um, I'm gonna peep my head out the like, kind of out the window one last time uh, across from the door that we uh, we went into. Do I see anything? Persuasion, or excuse me, perception. I thought so. I was like persuasion. You gotta persuade that person to come out. Uh, seven. <laughs> a whopping seven. You see a lot of rain and mud, but that's Sick. about it. Sick. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, That's I'll. What you I'm want, gonna follow yeah. them. Uh, them up. Yes, I am sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then you follow them up. Um, I'd like to do two things. One, the person that Suzette took the uh, the items off of the ring, especially. Um, what does he look like? And is there any way that he could actually be related to Caldwin? Uh, he does not look very impressive at all. Like I say, he does not look very remarkable, very distinguishable from any peasant. So it is strange that he had these things on him. Okay. Calden. Calden? Yes, yeah. sorry. Do I Calden. keep saying Caldwin? Yes. yes. Okay, sorry. Thank you. Um, and second of all, the guy who uh, approached us and says that was like, you're a, you look kind of drunk to be uh, accusing us of stuff. Is, does he still look really drunk enough? He, look, he looks drunk. Um, he's still kind of eyeing you suspiciously, but it looks like he's resided to the to the conflict. Yeah, don't ask. Okay. Just, I, th- I think that's just curious. where we're at. Okay. Uh, with that, I, I'd like to just... Okay, final thing. I'd kind of like to just survey the room really quickly, take a look for anybody who's, like, eyeing us besides this guy. Your passive perception doesn't seem to pick up anything. Can I roll you can roll a, a direct perception if you'd like. Sweet. That's a nine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just kind of nonchalantly look look around, but everyone seems too wrapped up within their celebrations to really okay. concern much about everything. Despite that little uh, that little confrontation, everyone has absolved themselves back into the party signing. Okay, sounds good. I make my way to the room. All right. Uh, what when we get into the room? What does it look like? It's a it's a pretty standard tavern room. Um, it looks like uh, there are two queen beds essentially um, that are made m- mostly of padded fur and are resting currently on hay. The uh, there's so there's no real mattresses, but the, at least you have the comfort of some um, padded and fattened fur to at least provide you with some comfort. Is there a like a wardrobe or a dresser? Uh, there is a uh, there's a, essentially a foot locker or a foot chest rather opposite on the opposite wall of these beds that looks like it could hold um a few uh, you know a few items in it all right um when once we're all in the room i'm gonna take the footlocker i'm gonna put it across the door okay i'd also like to draw the curtains closed and like tie them closed so then like the wind can't blow them open okay you do so i'd like to roll for investigation on the room i kind of just I just want to like see like what was left behind by anybody that was here previously, or like if anything looks like it could have been messed around with. Go for it. Did you want to do something, Garam? Yes. Um, immediately, as soon as we get into the room, I'd like to take my hammer, put it into the corner of the room, and as I put it in the corner, I start taking my top off, taking my armor off, just so it can dry, hanging it on the hammer. Okay. And then. Can I see if there's any dirt on the ground? Like, how dirty the ground is? Yeah, uh, it, it it doesn't require much inspection. It is pretty dirty. There's dirt. There's a good layer of dirt on the floor. I'd like to make a circle around me, plop down, and begin to meditate and pray to Orcus. Okay. Because since I am an elf, it only takes... If I meditate, I only need four hours of sleep. Okay, fair enough. Go, go ahead and do a religion. Uh, You, Mordecai. I, I got an eight. I mean, there doesn't seem to be much discardings that aren't uh, uncommon. Um, a few left utensils. Uh, uh, occasionally, you can find, you know, a few discarded like laces and such, um, but nothing really out of or nothing really of worth. 
Okay, in that case, um, I'm going to take a corner of the room. I'm going to clean it, <laughs> and then I'm going to sleep in it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, did you want to do anything, Alder? Um, yeah, quick? right when we come in, uh, I'll be propping up pretty much just right next to the chest. Uh, immediately we walk in, I have my my normal like sleeping outside gear with me at all times. So I have a makeshift bed on the floor. Um, I strip completely naked and just kind of throw my clothes up. I roll up in my bed, not dog-like, but very animalistic. Um, just kind of like going on all fours, plopping where I am, and then I'm completely out cold. Okay. Do you do that thing where you like turn in a circle a few times? Like 100, <laughs> not a few times, but it's like the... Like once, or, you just like the full circle and then plop? Exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So, um, Real who, quick, b- b- before we do that, I need to hear Garam's roll. Oh, correct. 21. 21? Okay. Ooh, uh, roll a percentile for it. me, too. Percentile. Uh, 98. Oh. Well, <laughs> you pray, uh, pray to your patron, uh, Orcus, and as you uh, sit there and pray, you feel essentially a presence enter in front of you, more specifically where your Warhammer would be residing. Um, and as you feel that presence kind of become apparent, the hairs on your body begin to stand up a little bit, of which you a very, a very swift shiver enters through you and the darkness inside of your eyelids grows darker you briefly almost feel as though outside you can hear the snort of a goat before eventually seemingly without your will your eyes just kind of snap open and everything seems to be where it should be but you still feel as though there uh, a presence had entered the area before uh, before your meditation was over. And despite, despite you know, it's uh, obvious intimidation, um, you feel a lot more relaxed and a lot more uh, rejuvenated from it. I continue meditating, waiting for them to fall asleep. And then once they fall asleep, just keeping a, a lookout. Okay, fair enough. Uh, says that? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll stay awake for the first two hours. I'm going to sit on the bench in front of the door and like not do anything just like sit there stare across the window and two hours of complete utter silence and no movement okay roll roll a constitution for me oh also i'm like at the footlocker at your feet so we're both pushed against the door okay oh right. okay yeah yeah <laughs> i got a nine <laughs> <laughs> you feel a weird strain in your veins uh particularly at your neck um, it almost feels as though your veins crawled for a moment. Ha. Yeah. That's gross. Other than that, you know, very strange onset discomfort, it fades. All right. All to, right. Uh, after my first two hours, I kind of jab Alder awake. At that, I'll roll over on my back. And and I just kind of like put up two fingers and then point to him. All right. At that, I'm just going to kind of sit up, lean against exactly where you were and just 100 percent take his place i look at these idiots and i start laughing because i've been awake this entire time just that's nice I start giggling <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking conceited <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you, you still have to like meditate for four hours right no you if you meditate you only need four to, four hours of sleep all right so you're eventually i'm gonna go to sleep but i'm 
I'm awake for the first four hours. Oh, whatever. So um, yeah, where are are you going back to your bed then? Yeah, sure. Okay, so he goes to his bed and um, not not to be an asshole, but it's it's how Alder is. Um, I perch myself up on the Footlocker, uh, so my feet are out on either side and my hands are just in between my legs. Okay. Uh, roll a six-sided for me, please, Alder. Six. Percentile. 80. Oh, okay. So uh, not only does this night thing, I mean, obviously within the safety of the confines of a tavern, um, you don't have much to worry about, but not only does um, the night pass without much worry of any confrontation or any dangers, um, you all get a roughly good night's sleep, uh, good enough that Alder and Mordecai's sickness seems to be waning over. Um before it got too bad that also being said the uh rain uh rainfall by the time everyone is awake and conscious within their room has ceased okay with that in mind um now that we're in the tavern uh now that we've gotten um some interesting new development to this is that story, a long rest as well that is a long rest All yes right. um with an interesting development to the uh the story we're gonna um uh, do a quick cut here um we're gonna pick this up again next time uh next time where we're going to interact um with um some more prolific characters and uh get some greater story development going on all right night one we'll find out all right good storytelling bad rolls let's (laughs) do this love it yay Uh, i mean yeah, at least you got those interesting items. So yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see how those come into play. <laughs> um, that that depending on with your how ten- your rolls have yeah, been so that far. Ten- tentacle thing. I'm a little freaked out by that. Like no joke. Like <laughs> so it takes a lot to shake Suzette. That's why you should like, let uh, me look at it. <laughs> just don't look yeah, at but it. But he's also it? like a he's a he's paranoid. Like that's obvious. Yeah, right? but let me look at it so I can tell. Like, you the what first it thing is. the dude did was bar the door and shut the window. <laughs> <laughs> um real quick war is rough Ugh. that it is <laughs> um it. once again i do want to point out that there are many other podcasts that um we are also um we greatly support um if you wanted to support them too that would be much appreciated um quickly throw out our producer james podcast uh, mostly speaking sentai i'm sure you guys have heard us uh, have heard us play it before, but seriously, I can't stress enough how great of a podcast he puts on with his girlfriend. It's amazing. You guys do need to check it out. Um, it's about the uh, Die Ranger series. Uh, wh- what's up? Don't forget he does a Twitch stream. Yep, he also does a Twitch stream. Um, mostly playing PlayStation, right? Yes, but you can find it's mostly speaking Sentai. Yeah. Uh, so just. Uh, look at mostly speaking uh, Sentai on Twitch. Um, pretty much on all social platforms. Uh, it's a great, great podcast. You do need to check it out. And through that, you can pretty much find everything you <laughs> are associated with, right? Yeah. All right. All <laughs> yeah. Right. Every podcast is associated with our producer James, right through mostly speaking Sentai. So there's no reason not to check it out. I'll get there and this movie's gay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll get there. This movie's gay. Both great. Um, I, uh, this movie's gay. Just to explain a little bit more, uh, it talks about uh, uh, some non-hetero movies that are pretty, um, pretty. Uh, from what I understand, uh, under hysterical. the radar and just like, just completely like unappreciated gems. Um, and then, mm, uh, I'll get there. Uh, is a podcast with two 
two losers uh, <laughs> that uh, like to, I guess, just trash me on every episode. But whatever, they're cool. I guess. Do they one really? Of them, and I, one of them I, is from his, what I've heard. One of them is yeah. Corey's sister. So. One of them is my sister. So and, and also check out our our episode on the kitchen sink with four boys at this table. Yeah, yeah. For the uh, I had work. It's Man. okay. We'll it's we'll okay. get there. We'll yeah, get there. Joe couldn't make it, but may uh, but uh, yeah, come chill out with the rest of the Hit It and Credit Squad on uh, Kitchen Sink, hosted by our lovely Alderhood. Yo, yeah, just check out the Kitchen Sink. You can find all of our other stuff through my social media off Instagram. Missing letter. It's spelled M I S I N G L E T E R. I'll be posting everything else on there. All right. All right. And awesome. be on the lookout for Hit It and Crit It on Instagram and Facebook. We will be posting soon. We're stoked about it. But yeah, thank you yeah. for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Bye.